Hello, this is Veronica from newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 15th of July. Congress Rajya Sabha member Jairam Bhagat took a dig at the central government today after the Rajya Sabha secretariat issued a circular banning demonstrations, dharnas, fast or religious ceremonies in the precincts of Parliament House. In a tweet, Bhagat posted an image of the circular and called it Vish Guru's latest salvo. Trinamool Congress MP Mahua Moitra also posted the circular on Twitter and pointed out that Prime Minister Narendra Modi had performed a religious ceremony on top of the new parliament building just four days ago. The circular has been issued by Rajya Sabha Secretary General PC Modi. The move came to light a day after the Lok Sabha Secretariat banned a list of words deeming them unparliamentary ahead of the monsoon session. They released a booklet which lists words such as Jumla Jeevi, Bal Buddhi, Covid Spreader, Khalistani, Betrayed, Corrupt, Drama, Hypocrisy and Incompetent, among others, as unparliamentary. The release of the booklet yesterday had sparked outrage from members of the opposition and several leaders from the opposition claimed that the ban was a gag order. A Delhi court today granted bail to Alt News co-founder Mohammed Zubair in the case filed against him by the Delhi police for hurting religious sentiments through a tweet made in 2018. The bail was ordered by additional sessions judge Devendra Kumar Jangala of Patiala House Courts. Jangala had reserved his order yesterday. The court has granted Zubair the bail on condition to furnish 50,000 rupees bond with one surety and not to leave the country without the permission of court. Live Law reported. Zubair will remain in custody, however, as he has several FIRs registered against him in Uttar Pradesh. The fact-checker has moved the Supreme Court, seeking the quashing of six FIRs that have been registered against him in UP for allegedly hurting religious sentiments. The journalist has been named in two FIRs in Hathras and one each in Lakhimpur Kheri, Sitapur, Muzaffarnagar and Ghaziabad. Listeners, India has seen violence erupt in several states in the last few months and a key reason seemingly was hurt religious sentiments. But when it comes to religion, certain questions tend to arise. Like is religion, which has shaped human civilization like few other forces, inherently civilized? If you would like some perspective on this, you can check out the second episode of our latest show, Ye Bhi Theek Hai, where comedians Kunal Kamra and Sanjay Rajora let loose and dissect this highly charged question. It is titled, Ye Bhi Theek Hai, Episode 2. Are our views on religion and the elderly outdated? Please note, listeners, that this show will go behind the paywall from the next episode. This means that it will only be available to our subscribers who believe in the power of an ad-free news model. So, if you would like to continue watching the show, Subscribe and become a part of our community. Head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Subscription plans start as low as 300 rupees only. Pay to keep news free. India registered 20,038 COVID-19 cases and 47 linked deaths in the last 24 hours, according to the Union Health Ministry. COVID cases have been above the 20,000 mark for the second consecutive day. The total COVID tally stands at over 4 crore 37,000, with more than 1,39,000 active cases. The death toll has crossed 5,25,000. The active cases comprise 0.31% of the total infections, while the recovery rate is at 98.48%. So far, India has administered 199 crore COVID-19 vaccines. 
As of today, 92.3 crore people in India are fully vaccinated. The central government's 75-day free vaccination campaign started today. In a statement, the health ministry said that all eligible adult population due for a booster dose can get vaccinated free of charge at government CVCs starting today for the next 75 days. The uptake of booster doses remains low across India while cases continue to see a surge. Globally, COVID-19 has infected over 556 million people, claiming the lives of over 6.3 million, according to the World Health Organization. Samajwadi Party Chief Akhilesh Yadav's ally Om Prakash Rajbhar pledged his support for the NDA's presidential candidate Draupadi Murmu today. Rajbhar is head of the Suhail Dev Bhartiya Samaj Party, which has six MLAs in the Uttar Pradesh Legislative Assembly. According to NDTV, Rajbhar said that the decision was taken after discussions with party leaders and office bearers. The SBSP used to be a BJP ally but switched over to the SP in 2019. Rajbhar is the latest opposition leader to break ranks and pledge support to the government's candidate. Yesterday, the Jharkhand Mukti Morcha also pledged its support for Murmu. JMM chief Shibu Soren said that for the first time after independence, a tribal woman is going to get the distinction of becoming the president. Therefore, after due deliberation, the party had decided to vote in favour of Murmu. Shiv Sena's Uddhav Thakre has already announced his support for Murmu, despite supporting opposition candidate Yashwant Sinha initially. The presidential elections will be held on 18th of July. President Ramnath Kovind's term ends on 24th of July. The Bombay High Court today granted bail to 72-year-old Satya Narayana Rani, an alleged Maoist operative accused of playing a role in the 2019 Gadcharoli blast. The attack, which had taken place on the 1st of May 2019 in Maharashtra's Vidarbha region, killed 15 security personnel of the quick response team and one civilian. The attack was allegedly done to avenge the killing of 40 people by security personnel in 2018. After the National Investigation Agency took over the case, it had alleged in its charge sheet that Satya Narayana was part of the conspiracy meeting, which was attended by 300 alleged Maoists, NDTV reported. The bail was granted by a division bench of Justices Revati Mohite Dere and V.G. Bisht. According to NDTV, during the bail hearing, Satya Narayana's lawyers, Yug Chaudhary and Payoshi Roy, said that there was no evidence against him and that he had spent three years in prison as an under-trial. The Speaker of Sri Lanka's Parliament, Mahinda Yapa Abewardena, formally accepted President Godbaya Rajapaksa's resignation today. Godbaya has given his resignation after he fled to Singapore. Earlier this week, he had left the country for Maldives, where he spent a day before landing in Singapore. Prime Minister Ranil Vikramasinghe has been sworn in as the interim president. According to local media, the Speaker of the Parliament has said that Parliament will meet on Saturday and that the new president will be elected within seven days as per provisions of the constitution. According to Reuters, Vikramasinghe is the first choice of the governing party to take over full-time. However, a decision has not been taken. The opposition has nominated Sajid Premadasa. Senior lawmaker Dallas Alaha Peruma is reportedly also in the run for the post. Given its worst economic crisis, Sri Lanka has been witnessing widespread protests as the country has a shortage of fuel and prices of commodities continue to rise. Last week, Godbaya escaped an angry mob shortly before it stormed his official residence. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. 
All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Oh, 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 oh,